It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law, featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk, a partner and attorney at the law firm of Malk and Baker in Chicago. We're Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to MalkBaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or you can call us at 312-726-1243. Are you concerned about the condition of racism in the church and in America, about the struggles that African-Americans have, particularly young people, uh, young men going to prison and and, uh, uh, feeling that America's got a racist past that has uh, doomed them to failure? Today, we're speaking with Dr. Eric Wallace, the president and co-founder of Freedom's Journal Institute, an organization that transforms the way our society views and participates in matters of race and public policy, politics, specifically within the African-American community. And this isn't just politics and race, my friends. This is about faith and how Jesus interacts. And Dr. Eric Wallace, Welcome to our show. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Tell us about the Freedom's Journal Institute. Wow, Freedom's Journal Institute. Actually, our, our mission, which we just we just um, kind of tweaked it a little bit, it's uh, advancing the kingdom of God through social, political, education, and engagement rooted in a biblical worldview. Uh, so we're we're trying to get people to talk about the, what they say is the two different things you're not supposed to talk about together. It's, Amen. Uh, poli- wow. Politics and faith. Be, be, be careful. <laughs> politics and faith. Yes, wow, yes, that's volatile. Yes. But it's so important to talk about these things. Um, Absolutely. And and of course, civilly. And and how is it possible? How do you how do you engage people in these discussions? And what's Freedom's Journal Institute's role in uh, uh, bringing the message out here? Well, actually, the full title is Freedom's Journal Institute for the Study of Faith and Public Policy. So what we do is we, we try and look at what uh, public policy is out there and, and then talk about um, how the Bible is related to that public policy, good or bad. So, you know, if we're talking about re- redistribution of wealth, which uh, one political party likes to talk about. Uh well, we'll we'll talk about how that kind of uh, that that that's not well. It is in, in it is in the Bible. It's in um, uh, the Ten Commandments, the Tenth Commandment. Tenth Commandment. It says you not you shall not covet your neighbors, <laughs> your neighbor's stuff. Do not steal. <laughs> well, that's the other one. Yeah, <laughs> do not steal. And the other one is don't covet your neighbor's stuff. So, uh, so we talk about that. We we talk about economics, and we look at some of the um, uh, parables where Jesus talks about you know economics. Money's talked about a lot in the in the text, by the way. And you are an online journal. People yes. can uh, go online. Freedomsjournalinstitute.org. Freedomsjournalinstitute.org is our our. Uh, and and then you can just sign up and get. Uh, I I get. Uh, what is it? Weekly or or sometimes well, it, it seems like every day I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting a, a bulletin. 
<laughs> well, it comes out. It comes out at, at least three times a week. We have cartoons. We have uh, op-ed pieces that we write. Actually, Freedom Journal Magazine was started with the idea of aggregating some of the, the the black conservatives out there who are writing on these particular issues that we talk about. And uh, it started out as a flip page magazine. And then later, you know, on your computer, you could, you know, do the animated thing. And then uh, it we decided to do, instead of just the magazine, to do the Institute because we felt we wanted to be more in depth and talk about some of these issues um, that hadn't been talked about. Yeah, it's Great to see the conversation. I'm, I'm I'm thinking back on my own legal practice where I've worked with so many African American churches because they were always discriminated against and not allowed to build churches, and the zoning boards would turn them down for one reason or another. And uh, back in the Reagan years, I'm dating myself. I had a number of African American pastors who said, "Don't tell anybody, John, but we're voting for Reagan." <laughs> <laughs> and there's there was a conservative, a natural conservatism that you talk talk about uh, in the African American church, but the pastors were fearful of making it public that they were going to vote for Reagan because they thought their congregations would run them out of town. Um, because the African-American vote is so heavily democratic. Is that changing? We hope that the ball is moving uh, uh, at, at least toward the center, if not toward the right. Because one of the things we want to do at Freedom's Journal Institute, uh, we are in the 501c3, so we're, we are nonpartisan. Uh, but but we're trying to get people to understand what it means to be a conservative and that most most African-Americans are conservative uh, in their in the social issues. We're pro-life. We're pro-traditional marriage. Um, and we're even entrepreneurial. So, you know, when we talk about, uh, you know, uh, economics and so forth, we should be uh, African-American population is open to that message. Amen. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, partner in law firm of Mauk and Baker. If you missed part of this episode, you can hear it all on our website, maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. And you can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty Newsletter. We're speaking with Dr. Eric Wallace, founder and president of Freedom's Journal Institute, about racism, politics, and Jesus, and how we navigate these things, and how the Lord is moving in the hearts, particularly in the African-American community. Now, what would be your advice to a pastor who's conservative and he sees how destructive the welfare state has been to the uh, African-American community, and yet he's concerned that if he gets political, and you said Jesus talked about money, Jesus talked about politics too, mm -hmm. but the world is telling us don't talk about politics or at least don't let people know where you stand, Pastor, because somebody's going to be mad. Well, first thing I would tell them is to stick with the text, the biblical text. I mean, you can't go wrong. If you're supposed to be following Jesus, <laughs> then you need to be following what the Bible actually says. And I actually argued that the first public policy debate was in Genesis chapter 3. When, when it <laughs> All right, tell us about that one. <laughs> well, God said, don't eat of the tree. I mean, that was the, that was the only law, basically, um, you know, besides, you know, be fruitful and multiply and fill the subdue sure. the earth. Uh, but it was, you know, you can eat of every tree in the garden, but of this one tree, don't eat. And then you have the serpent come and tell him, oh, God didn't really say that. <laughs> he didn't really mean that. 
And so there's this argument back and forth as to what the law actually meant and what you could and couldn't do. And so to, so to me, that's the first public policy debate. Well, I, as a lawyer, I like that uh, uh, since that one law, we now have uh, hundreds of thousands of laws in the United States. <laughs> right, right. And it hasn't solved the problem of uh, human fallenness and human need for God. And that the one thing is love the Lord God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. And that's that's the only answer. But uh, you kind of dodged the question here. You stick to the text, but the text is going to have political implications. Yes. Do you does. advise pastors ever to get to the point of saying, we can't vote for this candidate because he's pro-abortion, and uh, that's what the scripture says. We have to honor life and protect the unborn. No, I, I, I agree, and I didn't dodge the question. That was that was my beginning of getting ready to get to this point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I repent, Eric, uh, and I, I didn't mean it. No, no, we, 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 we do have to— um, you know, as, as we walk through the text, looking at, you know, um, you know, God is pro-life. Um, God is pro-marriage. He established marriage in Genesis chapter one. And that's where we have to go, because then it doesn't become my opinion. My opinion is this and my opinion is that you then go to the word and the word says this. So if you're going to be a follower of Jesus, you need to follow what the word says. Amen. So uh, it, it means being good exegetes of the of the biblical text. And then, and then, don't be afraid. Right. Okay. I well, you have to, you have to not only say it, but then do it. So, understanding what it says, and then going out and 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 doing it. And if and if it means you, there's a, there's a, somebody who's running the Democrat Party who doesn't doesn't hold to your views, your biblical worldview, then don't vote for them. Same thing with the Republican Party. I mean, we're not trying to. Uh, I'm not trying to put people in particular parties. I'm trying to get them more to act uh, more independent, and be kingdom minded. And not yeah, yeah. and not party minded. All right, and th so tell us what Freedom's Journal Institute is doing to advance this objective. We've been doing a number of different things. We have uh, the magazine where we have articles that come out where people are talking about these issues. Sometimes we do um, uh, summits where we have people come together and we talk about the issue. We talked we've talked about the Black family. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember some of the other ones we've done. It'll come to mind right away. We talked about a little about the problem that minimum wage has created with right, African-American youth. And, and we now have a, um, a piece, a series where we're raising money for it called Racism in America and the Role of the Church, where we're going to look at a number of different issues, a six-part series, uh, looking at racism in America. But we want to look at it from a, you know, what does the Bible say about, about racism? Matter of fact, when we look at the Bible text, it, it says there aren't a bunch of different races. That's a human um, construct. There's only one race. It's a human race. Amen. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk further with Dr. Eric Wallace, the president and co-founder of Freedom's Journal Institute, about participating in matters of faith, race, and public policy. Stay tuned because I think you're going to find some answers as you've been praying and, and, and calling out to God and saying, what is my role? How can I help in the, in the racial struggles and the economic struggles and the politics and faith? And people are confused. And stay tuned. I think you're going to get some answers from Dr. Eric Wallace. I'm John Mauck, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio.
Hello, I'm David Smith, Executive Director of the Illinois Family Institute, an independent nonprofit ministry dedicated to boldly bringing a biblical perspective to public policy. Here at IFI, our mission is to support traditional family values, defend biblical truths, and uphold Christian morals. We consider Mauk and Baker our allies in this mission, and we are proud to support them in their legal endeavors. Mauk and Baker is a law firm that upholds Christian beliefs, putting God first. If you ever find your religious liberty and rights as a person of faith under attack, you can trust the attorneys of Mauk and Baker to fight for you. Mauk and Baker has a team of Christian lawyers who seek to achieve justice and advance the gospel through their work. If you have a legal need or question and would like the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact Mauk and Baker at 312-726-1243 or visit their website at maukbaker.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, an attorney at Mauk and Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, a law firm with believing attorneys which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. If you want to learn more about us, go to maukbaker.com. Today, we've been speaking with Dr. Eric Wallace, founder and president of Freedom's Journal Institute, about racism, politics, the African-American community, and most of all, faith in Jesus, and how do we navigate these problems that we have in society. And uh, during the break, Dr. Wallace, uh, we were talking about the African-American community sometimes being misled because certain uh, public policies have caused a breakdown in the family, have caused a breakdown uh, among the youth, have caused crime. Um, And in the educational system, We've failed the African American community and those in the and in the inner city. Yet uh, there seems to be still this discussion that well, it's all about racism. What's your take on that? <laughs> well, my take is that uh, it's it's not all about racism. Uh, and and let me start off by saying I don't I don't think that um, I'm not going to say the racism doesn't exist. It exists and it will always be around. It's it's part of the sin of man. Um, it won't it won't disappear until Jesus returns. Um, now, some people have learned not to be racist, have have changed their mind. I mean, and, and stopped being discriminatory. But uh, it's always going to be around. But it it particularly helps to follow Jesus and become aware of your own sin. And, Absolutely. And, and then, but it shouldn't. Oh, oh to, to your point, it shouldn't be in the church though. That's and that's my 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 argument that the church should be the one who models what it means to be uh, to to not be racist. Uh, we shouldn't expect the world to all of a sudden get rid yes. of racism and discrimination. So, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it. There, a lot of things get blamed on racism that aren't necessarily a part of racism, um, such as what's going on in our education in our schools. Uh, we have some really bad schools, and we keep trying to talk about how you know we need to throw more money at this situation, and it doesn't it doesn't help. And what I want to do is, is is grab some of these people who are who are running for office and say, you know, if you really believe in the school to prison pipeline that you're always talking about, why aren't you pushing for school choice? Yes. You know, why aren't you allowing for the you know, one size doesn't fit all. And so why are we allowing for there to be more more schools, you know, homeschooling, uh, you know, uh, uh, Christian schools? 
all different kinds of schools uh, so that people can uh, can your children can get a better education and then be able to go out into the workforce and be able to you know make something of themselves. And what's standing in the way of that? Why why don't people see? What it seems to me and, and to a lot of conservatives, fairly obvious that if people have choice, uh, they can find the better school for their kids and the schools are going to compete to to right. try to get the students to enroll there uh, if they're given a financial incentive rather than just be uh, one size fits all. Absolutely. And you know what the problem is, right? Well, it's, go ahead. It's called teachers' unions. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's a big voting block that votes predominantly the Democrat Party and, and votes, uh, you know, liberal agenda. And until the people in our community decide, well, we're not going to do this because we we're a voting constituency as well, and we want our kids to have to have opportunity like every other kid. So until until people are ready to do that uh, and balance out the teachers' union, uh, I don't think it's going to change. All right. And then what are the other things the Freedom Institute is engaged in besides arguing for voucher systems? Well, we we also have the, the new series. I think I, I mentioned earlier the racism in America and the role of the church where we're trying to look at racism uh, uh, again and say it doesn't explain everything there is that needs to be explained. People want to talk about inequities in various areas of life, saying that we don't have that many doctors. We don't have that many this or that. And I think we even spoke in your office that if you look at the NBA, the NBA is like 90 percent black. I may be exaggerating a little bit there, but uh, does that mean that they're uh, they're discriminating against white players? I don't I don't think so. I think what's going on is that there are certain people in the black community want to be basketball players. And you look at baseball, you see the predominance of um, Latin American players in baseball. Uh, first of all, they live in warm, warm weather. So you can play baseball year round, you know. <laughs> Uh, well, I think there's a confusion out there in the world, and not just in the African American community, uh, but particularly among young people about equality, because right. equality sounds so good, but I've been surprised that people don't know the difference between equality of opportunity and equality of outcome, and they feel if we don't have an equal outcome, then there must be racism or other, uh, other evils behind it. Absolutely. And that's a misunderstanding about how things work. There's never been a time in our history, in human history, where there's been equality across the board. You know, the equal number of lawyers, equal number of doctors, equal number of baseball players. You know, it just doesn't work that way. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of Malk and Baker. And we're talking with Dr. Eric Wallace, the founder and president of Freedom's Journal Institute, about racism in the church, racism in America, politics, uh, the African-American conservative movement. Uh, how can people find out more about Freedom's Journal Institute and your, your program, Racism in America? For the general website, you can go to freedomsjournalinstitute.org. Freedoms with an S, freedomsjournalinstitute.org. For specifically on racism in America, you can go to racisminamerica.net. That's racisminamerica.net. Well, tell us about racisminamerica.net. What is, what is the purpose of that? And you're, you're working on a documentary. Will you ex explain and, and how does that impact the church or how, sh how are you hoping it will impact? <laughs> well, uh, I'll start with that first. I'm hoping it will impact the church and that the, the church should understand 
that we shouldn't allow secular thinking and thought to come into the church. We're supposed to be affecting the secular world, not the secular world affecting us. And we've for far too long have allowed ideas from the secular world to infiltrate into the church. Well, give us an example. Well, um, one of them is um, the whole idea about um, Darwinism, the whole idea that uh, there's, there's now a thing called um, a theistic evolution uh, that has come into the church. And people are trying to say, that, OK, evolution may not have happened the way secular society thinks, but now we want to slap God on, on it and say, OK, God used evolution for us uh, to come into being. And I totally reject that. And many of us who, who believe the Bible to be the word of God reject this thinking. But if you start saying that, in, that uh, we, we did descend from, from, from apes and gorillas, but, but God uh, initiated it or God started it out, then that, that makes the whole Genesis chapter, the first couple of chapters of Genesis null and void. Yeah, we need to study the scripture. I think that's uh, we've been teaching in Genesis here at uh, at Mount Baker, and I'll give a little uh, plug for that. If there are people who work downtown every Friday for the past 40 years, we've had a Bible study, and uh, you can go to mountbaker.com and find out about it and get on our, our, uh, our weekly uh, alert for the Bible study. But back to racism in America, how does the church need to enlarge its thinking about its own racism? Well, see, we, we bought into the idea that there are various different races, which actually comes, a lot of it comes out of eugenics and, and Darwinism, and the idea that somehow some races are more advanced than other races. That's where you get that from. But if we're created in the image of God, then we're all basically equal in that way. And we're all basically equal as we stand before the laws. You uh, know very quite quite well because it's your profession. Amen, and that's what we fight for. <clears throat> Absolutely, equal justice. But that's where it ends. I mean, nobody. I mean, uh, I could never. I'm not equal with with. Uh, uh, I can't think of the basketball player I'm thinking of. LeBron James. Uh, it's Re funny. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I used to see. I saw them on his, his gym shoes, and I laughed. I'm not I said, <laughs> I said equality. There's nothing equal about you, even in basketball. You're one of the most elite players in basketball. There's nothing equal about what you do. And so, how you how do you wear that and and act as though people are supposed to be equal? So there's some people, some thinking within the church that some some races are better than others. And the Bible basically tells us there's only one race. It's the human race. And we're all brothers and sisters in amen, Christ. Amen. And we're all different. And God has given gifts to each person. Absolutely. What it's about in life is finding out who God made us individually to be, to cherish that and be glad of that, even if we're the part of the class that makes the upper 90% possible, we still have a role to play. And nothing can stop us from loving God as much as anybody else or more than anybody else. Amen. Uh, Dr. Wallace, thank you for speaking with us today. Uh, remind us again, uh, racisminamerica.net. Is that right? Racisminamerica.net. .net. Racisminamerica.net. If you go there, then you can find your way to Freedom's Journal Institute's uh full page or you can go either way directly but if you're if you're african-american particularly if you're a believer particularly uh, check this organization out support it pray for it and learn from it if you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local christian attorney contact uh, malkin baker 
You can reach us at 312-726-1243, or you can go to our website, maukbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. You can subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter and get legal updates or call us. Mention Lawyers for Jesus Radio. We'll give you a free consultation. Thanks for listening. I'm John Malk, partner Malk and Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Somebody, yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.